What's up? I hope you are having a great day. It is I, Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt, and I've had a great day. I have done nothing but go back and catch up and watch hours upon hours of the NBA playoffs. Cannot wait to get into them. Dallas with a big win tonight. The Warriors game still going on right now. Last time I checked, they're up 20. The 76ers had their way with the Raptors. Cannot wait to get into everything. But first, Double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. It is one of the best times of the year. The NBA playoffs are back. I it's it's a day late, but I'm just I'm so glad that I took time to go back and watch the games. That way, I can give you all some real takes and not just a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo from looking at the box score. So we're gonna start with the pretty obvious series, the things that we kind of know are gonna happen. So we're gonna start it off with the Suns. They're up one zero against the Pelicans. To nobody's surprise, this is a sweep. Okay, maybe a gentleman's sweep. I doubt it, though. I expect the Suns to go four up, four down. They're just leaps and bounds better than the Pelicans. They also match up well with the Pelicans with multiple wing defenders to throw at C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, it's just it's just a nightmare matchup for the Pelicans. You know, there's always next year if you can get Zion to play if you're the Pelicans. So let's move on to the 76ers and the Raptors. Uh, the 76ers won again tonight. They're up 2-0. This isn't much of a series either. The Raptors have injuries, which makes it even tougher. Even if they were completely healthy, I would still take the 76ers to win the series easily. And B didn't play very well in game one, but Maxi went absolutely bonkers, right? So they're able to pull that one out. Won pretty handily. Won pretty handily again tonight. They won by 15. Embiid played a lot better. He had 31-11. I mean, he's just an absolute monster. The Raptors have no answer for him, and so on and so forth. Maxi continues to shoot it well. He was 8 of 11 from the field. Tobias Harris shot it well. He was 7 of 11 from the field. He had a double-double, 20 and 10. And then on James Harden didn't play well, but it doesn't matter when Maxi and Harris shoot that well and when Embiid goes and gets 31. So, yeah, I fully expect for this series to be another gentleman's sweep. Maybe the Raptors get one. You know, no no Thibel on games in game or during games in Toronto. It took me forever to get that out. Golly. No Thibel playing in Toronto is definitely you know, an advantage for the Raptors. But I mean, defensively, obviously Thibel is, you know, a huge piece for the 76ers. But the problem for the Raptors isn't scoring points. The problem is they can't stop the 76ers. And that's going to continue as long as Maxi continues to shoot well and the 76ers have Joel Embiid, who's Played really well. So now, one of the more surprising game ones that happened was the Bucks sneaking out a win against the Bulls. The Bulls played terrible. And despite that, I still expect this to be a gentleman's sweep at most for the Bucks. I honestly I think this will be a sweep. Okay, they won even though they played bad. Like the Bucks played bad offensively. Like, it was just a really ugly game. It felt like Giannis took a lot of jump shots. He really had a tendency to settle. But look, their defense showed up, okay? They just absolutely locked the Bulls down. DeMar DeRozan shot 6 of 25 from the field. They're very similar to the Suns in this idea of they have several wings that they can send out to guard the perimeter. 
In addition to that, they have Drew Holiday, who's one of the best defensive point guards in the NBA. And yeah, their, their defense showed up. They played extremely well. The Bulls are clearly outmatched. And, you know, the Bucks they'll, they'll clean it up on, on the offensive end, and they should win this series fairly easily. The Heat went up 1-0 against the Hawks, and they just absolutely dominated the Hawks. The Heat's defense was just nothing short of incredible. I mean, just the way that they rotated and how well they were playing in unison, it was really impressive. And now, look, I know game one was a blowout, but I'm still holding out hope that the Hawks can make this a series, right? Trey Young won't play that bad again, okay? He only had eight points. They shot at the ball terribly. Jimmy Butler even came out after the game and said that the Hawks missed a lot of wide-open shots, and they did. They shot 28% from three. They shot 38% from the floor as a whole, which is really hard to do. It's hard to shoot that bad when you play in the NBA. They had that many open looks. They won't shoot that bad again, especially if they continue to get the same looks going forward that they got in game one. Okay, I do still like the Heat to win this series, but I also fully expect it to be closer Five, six games is kind of what I'm thinking. And yeah, so moving on. So the Jazz and Mavericks are now tied one-to-one. And look, I think tonight was kind of proof of it. The Mavericks are going to be fine when Luka comes back. Luka doesn't even have to be 100% for them to win. Okay, like the Mavericks, I didn't think, played that well in game one, and they barely lost. They had a chance to go up two with under a minute left, but Maxi Kleva missed a wide-open three. They're defending extremely well. Dorian Finney-Smith tonight was incredible against Donovan Mitchell, making things tough on him, tall, long, you know, was able to kind of stay in front of him, and which is super great, right? Rudy Gobert continues to be a non-factor, okay? We saw what the Clippers did last year when they put Terrence Mann in the corner, and Gobert had to, like, defend the corner and try to defend the rim. Well, the Mavericks did the same thing tonight. Okay, they played Josh Green some minutes early. Josh Green, love his defensive intensity, but he doesn't shoot the ball well enough to play in this series because the Jazz just stuck Rudy Gobert on him, and he didn't have to respect his jump shot. And so Josh Green would get these wide-open looks in the corner, and he couldn't hit him. So Jason Kidd pulls him, and they ended up setting it up where Rudy Gobert either had to guard Dorian Finney-Smith, who's a much-improved shooter, or he had to guard Maxi Kleba, who is a great shooter. And I think Maxi Kleba was like 7 of 10, 7 of 11 from 3 this game because he's getting wide-open looks in the corner, And yeah, like, it's just Rudy Gobert. I'm sorry, he's unplayable in the playoffs. And we saw tonight why, right? Like, does he protect the rim? Yes, but as when teams go small, you can't play him on the floor. So I definitely love the Mavs to win this series now, probably in six, just kind of depending on when Luka comes back and how he looks. I do like the Mavs to win the series. Also, Jalen Brunson, what a performance You know, he honored Dirk tonight, putting up 41. He could have had 42, but he decided to miss a free throw late so he could get 41. That was sarcasm. I was in shambles when he missed that first free throw just because it's it's Dallas, and they I just thought they were going to figure out a way to blow it. So, yeah, Mavs, they look great. I I still like them to win this series probably in six. So the Warriors, that game's still going on right now. Um, They're about to go up 2-0, and, yeah, the Nuggets just look outmatched. Jordan Poole. Went crazy in game one, and I saw the end of the first half and of the game tonight, game two, and I mean, it was just Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things. And look, if he gets it figured out, Draymond Green looks like the really good defensive player that he's known to be. The game just finished. They won 126-106. to 106. 
Jordan Poole had 29 points. But Clay Thompson looks better. He looks confident, especially on the offensive end. Andrew Wiggins continues to play really good defense. Steph Curry looked so he's he looked better tonight. He looked in rhythm. He had 34. He was 12 of 17 from the floor, 5 of 10 from three. Look, if he gets it going, this Warriors team is scary. If they continue to play like this in terms of Jordan Poole continuing to play the way that he has been, they're going to give Phoenix all that they can handle. Wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if they beat them. Now, obviously, you know, the Nuggets nowhere near as good defensively as the Phoenix Suns are, but the Warriors' offense right now just looks incredible. Guys cutting to the basket, a lot of open shots. And, I mean, it's, they're just a lot of fun to watch. They look great like great right now. They're defending well. You know, Jokic still did his thing. He had 26 and 11, but only had four assists. I mean, let's be honest, though. You know, if you're the Nuggets, you're not really relying on Jokic. You're relying on Aaron Gordon and Will Barton and Marcus and Morris and guys like that. So I, it's just it's hard to really tell with the Warriors right now because the Nuggets definitely are playing shorthanded. But yeah, uh, this is going to be a sweep. Warriors 4-0. Let's let's get him out of here. Let's give Steph Curry a little extra time to to rest up coming off that injury. So now the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Timberwolves up 1-0. Zach Gray and I, we told you. We told y'all this would be a great series. Two young teams who can really score. It was on full display in game one. Like this is going to be probably the most entertaining series out of all of them in terms of just the young guys who can just get buckets. Okay, Anthony Edwards had 36. Carl Anthony Towns had 29. John Morant had 32. Okay, the one player who I think really kind of didn't live up to the hype, so to speak, was Jaron Jackson Jr. He defended well, I thought, just didn't give him enough offensively, didn't shoot it very well. He's going to have to be better in order for them to win this series. I thought John Bain both played well. It's really just kind of on Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s shoulders to play a little bit better on the offensive end. But I still like Memphis to win this series. It's probably going to go seven, which is going to be awesome. But yeah, so I, I like the, the Grizzlies to win in seven. And then finally, these series of the first round, arguably the two best teams in the East going at it. I think people are kind of surprised at how good the Nets look. I mean, just what a game. It was definitely... I mean, it's probably going to be the game of the first round. I mean, the the Celtics were so impressive defensively. I thought the Nets played better defensively than people would have thought. And I, after watching this game, I don't really know how to feel because there's, there's a part of me that is more confident in the Nets simply because they lost by one on the road. Kyrie didn't really get going until the fourth quarter. Um, when he had, I think, scored like 19 or something like that in the fourth. Uh, Kevin Durant didn't play well at all. Okay, he missed some open looks. Now, obviously, Boston defended him extremely well on top of that. Like, I I don't want to take any credit away from Boston and what they did defensively. But let's be honest, Kevin Durant's not going to be 9 of 24 again. Okay, like, he's going to be more efficient than that. He missed a couple open threes. He was only 1 of 5 from 3. Only got to the line five times. Like, that's not going to continue to happen. So I that part of me is like I like the Nets and what they're kind of going to be able to do. I also like the odds that Al Horford doesn't go for 20 and 15 again. He played out of his mind. He played great defense. You know, obviously scored the ball pretty well on the offensive end. But it's, it's going to be interesting just to kind of see the adjustments that get made 
because there's a part of me that doesn't think that DeAndre Drummond can really play in this series just because he doesn't have the foot speed and they're going to switch and just have him defend guards all day. But at the same time, the Nets need help rebounding, and that's kind of what Drummond does. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Steve Nash wants to play him going forward. But it's just it's a great series. Marcus Smart played out of his mind. I was so surprised that he didn't take a dumb shot there at the end of the game. Instead, he finds you know the cutting Tatum. Tatum played great. He played 45 minutes, which is just a lot. He had eight assists, which was really impressive. But yeah, this series is just, it's so incredible. I, I hate that, you know, these teams, one of these teams is going to have to go out in the first round. But, you know, that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. So, yeah, I I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to stick with my guns and take the Nets to win in six just because I don't think they're going to be able to win a game seven in Boston if they do it. It's going to have to be in six. So, It'll be interesting. I I think Kevin Durant bounces back next game. I think he plays better. I think Kyrie continues to play well. We know he doesn't like Boston. We know Boston doesn't like him. It's just it's such a great matchup there with you know Kyrie really being the villain. Dragic looked great. Okay, it's the best he's looked all year. Do I expect him to shoot six of eleven from the field again? Not really, but at the same time, I do expect him. I expect him to still be a positive when he's on the floor to make open shots, to play good defense, to not do anything dumb, right? Like he's 35 years old, played in plenty of playoff games, was huge in the Heat's run a couple years ago when they were in the bubble. Yeah, so uh, Claxton played well. You know, he's, he's got to rebound a little bit better if he's going to play 30 minutes. He only grabbed eight boards. I'm going to need him to do a little bit more than that if the Nets are going to win. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a great game one. A lot of... Tough shots were made. The Celtics role players, I think, didn't shoot very well. You know, uh, Grant Williams missed, you know, a lot of... He missed, you know, all every three he took. Um, White, you know, missed some open shots. So I, I expect them to play better. But I don't expect Marcus Smart to go get 20 again at as efficiently as he did. He was 4 of 9 from 3. I'm not betting on that to happen again. I'm not betting on Al Horford to shoot 8 of 13 and score 20. So I, I like the Nets. I think that they're going to be able to bounce back. It is tough losing a game in that fashion. But at the same time, I think that if you're the Nets, you're feeling good because you don't expect for Marcus Smart and Al Horford to play at that high of a level again going forward. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with another take for you. There's a 99% chance, unless some kind of crazy news breaks, that we're going to continue to talk about the NBA playoffs because I just, I love this. It's just, it's one of the best times of the year. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another take for you.